G'day legends and welcome to this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We thank you for watching, listening, subscribing and viewing wherever you are getting these episodes. We hope everyone is having a crack a day while you're about to start listening to this episode. A couple of mentions from our sponsors, got to keep the lights running. Alrighty guys, we have a word from LJ Fab. Really thank him for being a massive sponsor of the podcast. If you are looking for a custom tray, canopy, dog box, under tray toolboxes, guards, anything like that for your 4x4, he does a lot. Uh, he's based in Chinchilla. He ships Australia-wide. Guys, he's been a massive supporter of the podcast, and we're a massive supporter of him. Go check him out over at LJ Fab. He is an absolute legend over there, family-run business. We can't thank him enough. All right, next up, legends, is Kaluan Mufflers. Guys, these are a new sponsor to the channel. Can't thank him enough for jumping on board and helping us out this year. They've just finished off the absolutely awesome job of my ute making the stacks work with the LJ Fab tray. Guys, if you're in the 4x4 market from a weekender to an extreme off-road enthusiast, these guys are the people to see for your exhaust systems. They specialize in custom 304 stainless steel and 409 bolt-on systems. They also do merchandise, pop into the store. Guys, you can find them on the socials everywhere, uh, the website, phone number, um, Search up Clue and Mufflers on Instagram, online, wherever you're going to find them. It is my 4x4. Now, this is like a resume for your own four-wheel drive rig, car, whatever it may be. You can keep a complete list of everything that's on your car, answer every question someone has about your car in one place. You add your parts, photos, record events, trips, time in the shed, everything. You create your own short URL to link to your build in your social bio. You can research what parts and mods other people with the same car are using and ask them any questions you have. Guys, I think this is a fabulous way to extend what people are doing in the industry and avoid those little nasty questions that everyone's always asking, what lift and tires are you running? This is an awesome thing I'm happy to be supporting this year on the podcast. So go check them out on my 4x4. You'll see the links in our social bios. We also have a word from Froth and Race Parts. Guys, Froth and Race Parts, it's myself and Andre. If you want to check out some off-road race parts for your rig, go check it out on the socials, Froth and Race Parts. And last but not least, guys, if you're not following on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, please check it out. Um, Spotify, you just search up the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, anywhere else you're listening, it'll be the exact same name. On YouTube, guys, we have the Hey Big Mac podcast and Froth Bros Media. Please go over, give them a subscribe, you know, enjoy the content. The opportunity here, if you want to advertise your business or brand, reach out to the email, heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, that's where you can inquire about any of the sponsorship advertising on these episodes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. Let's hear today's episode. Shake and bake. Righty, hope we're back. We're sitting down on an episode. This week, our guest is uh, Sunshine Coast 4x4. It's a local driving community page and yeah i'm sitting down with the owner and manager of the page i suppose you call it so yeah welcome to the show yeah guys i'm patty from sunshine coast 4x4 yeah um tell us a little bit about sort of sunny coast 4x4 mate and uh well it all started going to like small car meets and uh there was no four-wheel drives yeah. and there was surely there has to be four-wheel drives in the sunshine coast so i was on my l's and thought i'd start it up yep kind of get everyone in as like a community and uh yeah it's picked up from there and we're getting heaps of people to meet and community starting to come on yeah when you kicked it off it'd, it'd be just a bit over a year and a bit now what were sort of your expectations when you did kick it off and fire it was it just sort of a shot in the dark or oh uh, yeah it was just a full send and uh, hope for the best yeah 
uh, didn't really think anyone would really really care for it, but uh, people start to love it and yeah, it just picked up. Man, it's kicking off now. Like, yeah, it's gone especially after that last like last meet, it's just been firing. It's, I mean, it's awesome to see. I mean, oh, the first time we caught art, we did photo shoot that with Fizzy at um, Fuller Republic. It's like I can't remember how many followers you had, but it was probably a thousand, couple of thousand. Yeah, maybe even before that. I think it was like yeah. 300, 400. We would like start reaching out to accounts like yours. Yeah. And yeah, just going up from there. Yeah, no, that's the way. Um, I mean, the big misconception with pages and everything on Instagram is like businesses and accounts and are they personal pages? What's the what's the go with Sunny Coast 404? Is it a business? Is it you? Is it self-managed? Or? It's probably a bit in between. It started yeah. off as a personal thing as I didn't think it would get this far. But it started to grow as more of a community than a business. Yeah. But we reach out to businesses when we do meets and yep. uh, different organisations. No, that's the way. It's um, I suppose we'll talk a little bit more about meets because that's sort of the centre of what Sunshine Coast Four by Four is. It's sort of it's bringing the community together. It's the same thing as well with what we're doing on here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know how's how have the meets changed over let's say the last year of holding them like locations good and bad things you've found from things you've changed uh it's had a few big ups and a few big downs yeah uh we were doing so shift is which was a smaller or kind of like small cars mate yeah like your jdms and euros they were doing it like around the same times which kind of when we were behaving ourselves and the others weren't it was got a bit hard on us yeah so we had a down where we had cops pull up to the meet on the like before it even started. Yeah. But that was a really only like bad time with, with the cops. Otherwise, it's just a few people that like like to hoon, like to limmy. Uh, yeah, it kind of ruins it for everyone. Yeah. But otherwise, everyone's like, everyone behaves and everyone shows each other respect for the most part. And yeah, it's just like everyone, we have our goods and our bads and yeah, yeah. We get through it. I remember when that did happen with the. Um, it was at Super Cheap, wasn't it, at the yeah, Home yeah. Center? And it was like a night after night of just meets. And you could imagine a bunch of street cars, JDMs, like they are not quite cars and neither are some four-wheel drives. It just, it, it causes problems, doesn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you mentioned stuff like hooning and limmies and all that sort of stuff. Where's, where's that sort of draw the line and goes too far? Uh, it starts to slow down as everyone's kind of understood. Like at our Anaconda meet, we had uh, security there that Anaconda had organised. Yep. And we had some people limiting. They ended up leaving. Cops just chased them. Yeah. So when, like the cops said, when they were talking to us and security, like they don't want to ruin the ruin the fun. Yeah. They literally just want to make sure everyone's behaving. And when you're causing issues and you're limiting and skidding, yeah. like it just ruins it for everyone. Hundred percent. Like it's. I mean, I think everyone agrees on the terms of no one likes to bring unwanted attention to cars, people, uh, the, the whole scene in general. Like, yeah, exactly. if you're going to go out in a modified ute and do, cause problems, there's a good chance your ute's going to get defected. Don't be the one that goes cross wolf that police are defecting people when you contribute to the same issue that you're getting done by. Yeah, exactly. And if you just respect, respect your car, respect everyone else, Yep. And don't let me, don't make, like, don't bring heaps of attention to yourself. Cops aren't going to come. Cops yep. aren't going to defect everyone. Yep. It's not as simple as that. Yeah. Um, with the meets and that, you've obviously 
put a little bit on like the last one I went to it's, it's probably been a long time since I've actually been to one just because weekends are so hard for me like yeah, yeah. it's um there's always something happening but to see the difference in the meats over I think it's nearly been a year like you've got flex range stuff now there's stores opening their doors at you know six till nine o'clock on a Saturday yeah. to you know I think you've done Autobahn and Anaconda the Ben and Tubi ones yeah. it's pretty impressive for a companies like themselves to get behind something that's really pushing forward driving on the sunny coast what sort of con- like contributions do those companies make like opening the doors and is it like security for the events and all that sort of stuff and like you mentioned yeah. sausage sizzles and stuff you put on how does that all work yeah it makes a massive difference since we're well, on more of a private property yeah cops don't want to get involved when it's literally private property owned by people that's organizing the meet as uh, with me yeah so it really helps and having the sausage sizzle so families can come yep. and then actually she can actually grab a bite to eat not having to go out and then come back try and find a pile yeah and just having that extra thing to do so you're not just walking around looking at each other's cars you also got a flex ramp there everyone's surrounded taking photos it's been heaps of it, like younger people new accounts that have started to get all the photography out. Yeah. Having that little space to kind of grow your page, grow your business. Mm. It's, a, it's a very welcomed event though. Like I've never seen, when I've gone there, especially the last one from the time we were recording this, it'd be nearly three weeks ago. And the last event was insane. Like there was people everywhere. I've never seen a car park so full. Yeah. But everyone was jumping in, helping out, guiding people around, up flex ramps, you know, um, massive shout out to um, Lockie and Izzy for the photography they're getting. Yeah. Like, it's, Same, eh? it's good. Like, yeah. just next level stuff that we need to be yeah, spreading more in the industry. Like, it'd be so hard to be a photographer these days because yeah. everyone <laughs> wants to be one. But um, Especially when you have that many cars that yeah, everyone yeah. wants a photo of the car. Yeah, and it's, it's a hard thing. Like, do you try and get there early and get the prime spot or do you rock up fashionably late and get a spot out the back but you've you know it could be someone with that rig that's going to be that one in a million yeah exactly so there's there's a good couple of questions that got sent in but i want to start if uh this top one here how do you react because at the last meet there's someone i can't remember who it was but he went up on the flex ramp and the thing started tipping and everything what Uh, what do you do if there is an accident at a meet that you know, someone damages their car or rolls a car on a flex ramp. and Well, with the Anaconda one, we had public liability, which would yeah. help. Massive, yeah. But uh, it's kind of your own risk. Yeah. Like, it's a flex ramp. If you're going to be stupid, you're going to be stupid. That's your fault. Yeah. Like, Brady, the one that brings the ramp, he's offering that. Like, he's offering his ramp to come. Yeah. you got to respect it. someone's property. And if you're not going to respect it and be dumb, you're going to get dumb consequences. Like, it. It's pretty simple. It, it's sort of one of those things. Know your limits yeah, in exactly. a way too. Like, I'm fortunate enough out at the yard. I got a forklift there, and I can put the ute up it and play with it safely. There's no, uh, what would you call it? Like sort of, um, not self-conscious or anything like that. But like, no peer pressure, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. To go, oh, go higher, do this, do that. It's just I just put it up. Oh yeah, I'm happy with that. And then drop it down. But yes, yeah, it's, it's funny to see. I think one. I did notice a lot. A lot of people are real standoffish to go on the flex ramp. Yeah. Like, you can tell they want to go on there, but then they're like, oh, there's a big crowd and they're worried. And, yeah, um, that's the thing. There's like, yeah, even me, like, I've got the GQ 
But uh, some of those boys, they're flexes insane. Eh? Big <laughs> shots. Yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on this is completely off topic again, but the whole flex? Like, it looks good. <laughs> it's a um, TikTok kind of vibe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's technically it's capable. Makes it makes it pretty showy. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's what you want. What is um like flex goes a long way off road, but is it something like I mean for yourself, lockers over like IFS, solid axle, coiled, leaves. If you got lockers, you don't really need the flex. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. If you got like a patrol, they've already got enough flexes they need. Yeah. You don't need this crazy flex to do some of these trucks, you just need real lockers. That's it. Yeah. And it's like I mean my 79 is a perfect example for it. A 79 is going to lift a wheel every single day of the week on a track. Like, there's no doubt about it. Exactly. With a locker, it just you throw that wheel up in the air, you just drive through it, and you keep going. It's um, one of the benefits to sort of wheeling and modifications and all that sort of stuff. So Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, there's, we do mention the charity money a little bit, how yeah. that comes up. This got asked a lot through the questions. So what happened to the charity money, mate? <laughs> <laughs> so basically the charity money, it was with the sausage sizzles. Yeah. And um, I didn't deal with that. So Anaconda's yeah. the one that did sausage sizzles. They're the one that touches money. I don't touch any money. Yeah. I don't like, I don't make any money. Only money I make is Instagram that's posting photos. Yeah. So I don't make any money, especially with charity money. That's I'm pretty sure that's illegal to actually keep that. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, Anaconda dealt with all that. Um, yeah. I tried to ask what they actually did with it to see what charity they went to. Yeah, it'd be good to and, uh, get that feedback for especially everyone that is asking. Yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't touch that, and yeah, I haven't seen any money. I don't know how much made. Don't know. Yeah, don't know anything about that. Yeah, or not. Is it um sort of something that in the future you could look towards maybe putting out a donate like donation tin and that as like maybe just a bucket that says Sunshine Coast 4x4 and use that money for yourself. Like I know you've mentioned like maybe starting up YouTube and starting up like doing a charity bucket system where if people would have donated a meat and let's say you got a couple hundred bucks from a donation tin just to go towards yourself. Is that something that can be used to put into YouTube's maybe hiring a videographer to film different parts of the meats and doing like event days at glass house. Like, I mean, we do have Izzy and Lockie who are two really good photographers, but maybe putting in more funds to be able to pay them directly and yeah, I don't know, just things like that for equipment at events like flex ramps and all that sort of stuff. I think it's more people don't actually want to see someone actually getting paid for it, I guess. That's yeah. what the kind of vibe I got from it. People don't want to actually see money being made out of it, which like I, I don't really care. Like, it's, I, I it's think more, it's a wrong way to go about it though. Yeah, yeah. Like, with every... It, it, it really means you're going to limit something like yeah exactly even if you've registered yourself as a charity it can make as much money as it wanted yeah but it just depends where that money's going back into it is it you're doing coaching skills for forward driving or something that's could be classed as a charity i don't i yeah. really don't know how charity logistics work but yeah. it's um yeah because definitely money could go into like yeah a lot of stuff especially with easy and lucky yeah. Especially starting up like a YouTube, I know there's a fair few people asking for like a little YouTube yeah. going down, getting little groups together mm. and just, yeah, giving it a crack. But yeah, so, not so much you can do when you just got an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is hard. Like, I mean, myself and Andre now, we're doing a lot of our stuff just on iPhone still. And yeah, okay. 
it's so easy to film because it's right there. Yeah. The biggest pain in my ass is actually jumping on the computer and editing and dropping files and that. It takes forever. So, yeah, right. But that, it can be done. Like, I mean, yeah. Clevesney Farm, Whistling Diesel, all those boys are still using iPhones. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, they've got nicer cameras than that now for their production, but <laughs> you still see them. They're running around with iPhones filming everything, so. Even some GoPros yeah. be nice. Just, like, you get, yeah. get one in each car of the group and yeah. we'll have some, yeah, footage. That's it. Have you, um... Have you ever thought about like maybe food trucks or something in an event? Like if we did organize like something like a donation bucket and go, look, let's put it into our own pocket. Let's get a food truck here. Let's see if we can actually raise some money to pay for a food truck to come to an event. Like, yeah. I don't know, I just look at it. If you had a taco van or something at a, yeah. at a meet, it'd be, it'd be a sellout, like <laughs> yeah, pizzas, definitely. whatever it might be. And I think people get the wrong idea about if a company's making money, it's just going to like yourself. Yeah. I see it as a potential if, let's say we do a meet one weekend and you host this meet, you get a thousand bucks in donation charity. Like would be a massive number. Yeah. That's just more money that can be reinvested to go, all right guys, let's hire out a showground or something weekend. Let's start getting our name out there into like bigger businesses, bigger brands and take it legitimately to the next level of like, what am I trying to say? just expanding it further. Like yeah, whether sure. there's more people to come onto Sunshine Coast for or make a business and I see a lot of other businesses out there turn into like touring groups. Yeah. Like you could turn Sunshine Coast 4 by 4 into a club, go out wheeling glass house, teach people that because there's so many people in this industry buying a full drug every day. Yeah, exactly. Don't know anything. And we yeah. see it all the time. <laughs> I think there's room there to expand. And yeah, 100%. Anyone that's like a gold coin donation could be good, could be bad, but I think you put a bucket out at an event and just go, hey, here's some donations. We want to expand what we're doing. Yeah, It's a perfect opportunity. And I think with every good thing, there's always going to be someone negative that's going to be out there and going yeah. to say, that's <laughs> horrible. Like, why do you charge? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just end up blocking them. But, you yeah. know, I've got like 110 people on my block list. Is, yeah. yeah. And Keeps man, I'm, I'm the exact same. You get some absolute wankers out there all the time. Yeah, exactly. And, it's not worth your time because like, yeah. the amount of people that are appreciating everything you're doing outweighs everything the negatives yeah like, 100% there's, there's some shit people out there yeah <laughs> so no um, flicking into a few questions someone asks should you get an airbox when doing a snorkel upgrade pros and cons uh, for my Hilux I did yeah for the trial I didn't just because I'm changing up the engine yeah right. So I would if if you're keeping the engine how it is, I'd yep. get I'd get it like a custom airbox. Yep. Just because it like depends who you are, but it sounds nice and it looks good in your engine bay and actually it's gonna provide you a bit of efficiency. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it just depends on your cost as well, what yeah. you're willing to spend. Yeah, it's um it's something that sort of come up and last night I've actually just gone and finally put a snorkel on my car. Yeah. Okay. Gone stainless snorkels, like I've had a stock Land Cruiser snorkel on that ute for two and a half years. Yeah. Everyone said, when are you gonna change it? The stock ones are shit. I've proved that stock snorkel can yeah. take some hell. And yeah, finally upgraded then everyone's like, oh when are you doing an airbox? And it's <laughs> like my big thing is if you're gonna get like a pod filter airbox all that, great performance. But reliability just drops out a little bit more where I can go anywhere in Australia right now and get a 79 series like paper filter, yeah. panel filter. They're everywhere. 
So I, I don't have to worry about going to Cape York to find a filter or a replacement or anything like that. Whereas with having that stock bo- like airbox in there, it's just set and forget. Yeah. And it's just one less thing to worry about. So I think it's a personal preference. Yeah, like, depends yeah. what you want it for. And there's always a huge debate. Oh, Stano, like ran heads, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Like, what way do you go? Do you go the way that someone's telling you to go? Do you want to build your car the same way someone's telling you to build your car? Or do you want to build it for yourself and take what's happy? Personally, I reckon just build it, build it how you want. Yeah. Like, you can listen to people. As people's gonna have all different opinions. Guys say that the way you're doing it's wrong, but if you like it, like that's what matters. It's your yeah. car in the end, it's not theirs. Hundred percent. Yeah, like run your own race. Yeah, exactly. And me and Maddie say it way too often, but if you're going to build something because someone else has told you so, if you don't love it, you're going to hate it, and then six months later, you're going to change it anyway. Yeah. So you might as well build it to what you like. And I mean, I'm shocking for it. I build everything to what I want to do, but then I'll get six months down and I go, oh, I found something better. I want to change that. I want to do the next thing, the next upgrade. yeah, it just keeps going on. Um, best defect story and ever run away from police. <laughs> uh, I haven't been in a car fast enough to run away from the police. But, yeah, um, tell me about Toyotas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got defected once, and it was uh, it was a stupid decision by me because yeah. I got back from Glasshouse, and uh, so I had like my like red lights on for the like JTX from the Hilux. Oh, right. Yeah. I had a little switch that I could like flick the so it lights up yeah. and then flick it off and see cops. Uh, I forgot which way the switch was. Oh, and no. Got, gone back to Noosa in the morning and I've been pulled up near Croy there. Yeah. And he's just came above the hill and I flicked it off and he must have seen it like last minute. But yeah, yeah it was only a minor defect for the yeah. headlights and warnings for everything else. Something so simple though, eh? Yeah, you know, just a little switch. I mean, I've only been defected once. I wish I could say it was that simple, but this coppery must have had a bad day because I went home that afternoon and I pulled the whole ute off the road. Like, yeah, right. first ever defect that I'd gotten, like, first major run in. And it was like turbo seats, sway bar, exhaust, lift, steering wheel, bonnet, bull bar. Like, there was yeah, everything right. on this 75. Oh. And it was just like, I mean, the seats were welded to the cab. Like, that thing yeah. should not have been on the road, but. I was, I had that thing when I got my license and I just modified the absolute shit out of it. But yeah, <laughs> love that year. Like, I wish I still had it and never sold it, but yeah, fuck, that caused some trouble. Like, just. It's a bit hard these days as well because you get mod plates for it and they don't want to see the mod plates. Yeah. Because I remember there was the time where the cops came at the meet and it was like Ben's N70 Lux or something like that. Like, he had all the certificates and all the like proof to say it was all good. They just didn't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> they just wanted to run them up a defect. Yeah. Well, same man, Maddie talked about it last week on last week's episode. And I got pulled over out of Kilcoy a few months back. And yeah, they were on me like pre engineered, like pre rego built car. And they're like, yeah. oh, you need your swerve test certificates. You need your blue plates and all that. And I'm like, this has a whole brand new VIN plate. Like it's, yeah, okay. it's done so we don't have to go through that process. Yeah. And it was just there needs to be a lot more knowledge yeah, in the scene but at the same time the argument can be made that police officers aren't paid enough to be worried about that sort of stuff they only yeah. go through for their education to the bare minimum of what they got to do and we had a story yeah. um one of the blokes that was working at autobahn when we had the meet there yeah. his miso was a copper 
Yeah. And apparently she was saying a lot of the, like the cops want to go defect these four Bs because they don't actually want to go to the DVs. Mm. So they'd rather go defect four B than go to you know something yeah, so yeah. serious. Right. It's, it's pretty. Yeah. It's annoying if you've got to put one major thing aside and like I mean every day of the week go out and stop someone that's you know a DV or there's an assault or break-ins like this how often do you see a car get stolen and nothing ever gets done about it yeah you see someone with a loud exhaust and they're like fucking get that guy it's pretty <laughs> crazy yeah. yeah it's um especially the same thing it comes back to like hooning at events and meets and yeah. causing that unwanted attention right. so it's, it's hard to please everyone these days that's for sure yeah it's not so good yeah um, the last one we've sort of covered, but um, have you ever had any issues with like police or businesses from um, hooning or misbehaviour at meets and events? I've never heard anything. Never yeah. got like directly contacted. Yeah. Um, yeah, not really. Just that one time. I think the meet after that, there was a, like an undercover cop came. Yeah. In, like a Subaru, like WRX kind of thing. But that was a, like, it was basically over anyway. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, that's basically it. All the companies that jumped on for the meets, they loved it. Yeah. And yeah, I think December 2nd or 3rd, it's going to be Autobahn meet again to end the year. Yeah, right. So tell us about that one because we might as well hype it up <laughs> on here now because... Uh, there's not too much to, not too much so far. Yeah. Basically, it's going to be another Autobahn meet in December just to finish the night, uh, finish the year. Yeah. And um, yeah, last time we filled out the car park and all the back streets and stuff and yeah. be interesting to see how many we get there. So where's that? What autobahn's that one at? Ah, uh, Kwana Way. Kwana. Yeah, yep. yeah, near the stadium. Yeah, there. so that's, is that next to like Roof Explorer and all that near there? Oh, uh, it's like the really, just like long car park. Yeah. It's not like too big, but. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Kwana Way autobahn. And that's the 2nd of December, is it? Yeah, it's on the Saturday. On the so Saturday night. Second or third. Yeah, so first weekend of December. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easiest way to put it but yeah I know a fair few boys were already talking about that one so yeah, yeah. yeah probably be a good chance I know I'm around that weekend so I'll probably <laughs> be down there again but yeah, home soon. yeah it's no it's good to see the turnouts of it so just gotta get there early get a pile yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> try and get there early. like I got well I got to the last one at about oh 6 15 6 30 and yeah. it was already packed like that first <laughs> quarter of the car park was packed and somehow I sneaked in this nice little yeah, spot right up from there I was like, I don't know how many is this. And then I got absolutely dwarfed by this bloody uni muggle. Yeah, that thing was massive, eh? Was fucking huge. But yeah, it was just, it, that was cool variety to me. Yeah. Like, how many times have you seen something that big? Even like some F trucks over there. Like, yeah. You don't see them too often, eh? I think it might have been Coda's red F truck. Yeah, yeah. parked right up front. That was sick. There's, um, there's a couple of standout cars there that you can see, like, they were shiny, but they yeah. were used. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, they get beaten on, but no, it's um, the meats are kicking. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's doing it's good well. Fun. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Glasshouse getting knocked down and all the wombat holes and stuff like that? Uh, I guess it's that they kind of have to do it in a way. It's going to make it easier for firefighters. So many fighters out there right now. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. old boy's a firefighter, and even yeah. seeing some of like, the videos, like it's crazy through there. Yeah, just being able to actually access it, but you see both like ways, you know, the four wheel drive scene. Mm. It's pretty heartbreaking. That's a lot where a lot of people like grew up four wheel driving. 
a lot of people learn out there too. Yeah, like that's what I've is, heard. Yeah, there's a bit for everything. I mean, we've heard the talk about like your yeah, wombat. Firstly, is it everything from the car parks sort of west, like the wombat holes and all that? It's yeah. just been cleared. And I think it's any track that runs kind of the, your power line. Yeah, where the power fire break trails yeah, yeah. and all that. So yeah, like big red, little red. There's a chance of them getting knocked down and taken yeah. out. Like, what's um, what's your thoughts on if all that stuff goes? What happens next? Are they gonna like? Because I remember a month or two back, they had is it Telecom Hill or something like that. They dozed it down. And, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's starting to come back a little bit, but nothing like what it was. Yeah. Well, it just yeah. It seems to be like a real downhill for kind of four drive scene. Yeah. Like they're trying to be in driving on the beach, trying to be on all these tracks. We, like, as I was saying to you before, like, these drag cars, they have the drag strips. Yeah. Burnout cars have, you know, burnout pads. Yeah. We don't have, a, like, a four-wheel drive park. We had the increase park, and that got shut down. Yeah. Like, yeah. we've got nowhere, kind of, to go do our thing. And it's not close and local. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you've got the springs. I went out to the springs a couple of weeks back. It's awesome. But it's only four and a bit hours from the coast, like, where yeah. we are. Like, it's, it's not viable. Yeah. Like, you can't. To do a trip out of there, you've really got to make sure your car's 100%. You've got to have red gel out there as well. You can't yeah. have an unregistered car because of their insurances, liabilities, all that sort of stuff. And I think Glassy was one of those spots where it sort of got that blind eye turned a little bit yeah. for like people could take their buggies out, have a bit of fun and enjoy it. And I think that's slowly getting ripped away. Like if they're going to start knocking down these tracks and all that, like kind of Glassy is iconic. It's iconic. Like, yeah, everyone knows like, I've spoken to people in like Western Australia and stuff, even they want to come yeah. over here and do glass house tracks. They want to do big red, they want to do all but Yeah. But not anymore. Yeah, if it's it, it's all gonna get knocked down, like it's just gonna go. And I mean Lean Cruiser Park was the best spot that we've had in a long time. Yeah. Okay. Now unfortunately that's gone. I think mean, it was about two years ago. Yeah. It's nothing sort of replaced it really that well. Like especially on the Sunshine Coast. I know there's a few places like overseas, I know I think New Zealand, Romania, and a few of those European countries. Yeah. They actually have like dedicated four-wheel drive parks. Yeah. So you have your like your beginner stuff, and then you kind of have like your intermediate and like, advanced kind of stuff that you mm-hmm. pay like, I think it's like 20 bucks a day. Yeah. Just go in and do, do your thing. That's a bit like over in the States, like you've got like Moab and yeah. all like Rubicon Trail and all that sort of stuff. You've got like de- dedicated things actually, that kind yeah. of area. But. And everything over there seems to be so it's people managed. It's not, we're going to this place and it's their responsibility to manage it. It's the people look after it and that's a reason why these places stay open. And I think we're really missing that. I think hopefully it starts kicking in soon with Glasshouse especially. Like yeah. if people are gonna go out there and leave car parts and stuff everywhere and rubbish and like I mentioned it as well when we went to, just went to Cape York, I said, I'm all for banging a sticker on a sign and you know, taking a photo and making memories, but leaving a bumper and a half a bull bar and some broken car parts like uni yeah. joints and grease and oil through the bush. It's just, it's, same as it's littering. Yeah. yeah, same as on the beach. Like, yeah. I think after some of those doofs, I saw like some of the photos of people's stories and stuff. There's a lot of rubbish just left there. Yeah, gazebos. Like, especially rubbish. that goes straight to the ocean. Like, yeah. that's just not harming like people. It's harming all the animals and shit. Mm. Like, and the same thing, if, if you can take it in there, you, you can, can take, take it out. out. Like, but, it just happens too often and people don't shame anyone for it now because they're yeah. too scared about getting ridiculed and that like if you see someone dumping rubbish on the beach or at the camps or where, wherever it might be pull them up for it yeah like it sounds dumb and it's you know for some people it could be a bit scary or confronting like 
going up to a random campsite and going, hey, mate, pick up your fucking rubbish. Like, yeah. But at the end of the day, if, if, they, if they don't pick it up, take note of it, send it to rangers, whatever it might be, then just pick it up and put it in the bin. Like, it's yeah. not... But sure some yeah. people, some people actually blast and on one of the Kuna, like, dove things. Yeah. Um, and the amount of people that just came back and was getting so angry for talking up and saying not to, like, litter and shit, it's like... Are you, like are you serious like it's yeah. just picking up rubbish it's not hard just yeah. chuck it in the back of your car chuck it in a little bin like yeah this, yeah take take some like canvas like those mesh and bags yeah those rubbish bags you can buy them just about anywhere like punning sell them all that yeah take some of them up it's throw not, some it's rubbish not hard. In. Yeah. yeah and i mean if someone's got a it always seems to be the one if you've got an empty tray back you you're yeah. always the one getting sitched out with everyone's rubbish bags it just yeah. always happens but that's, that's just part of the gig. I'd, I'd rather load up everyone's rubbish into my ute than know it's going to be left on the beach. Like. Yeah, it looks bad on you as well. Like, yeah. If you're a group and one person organises it, like at the meets, if people leaving heaps of rubbish at the meets, that goes back onto me. Yeah. I look like the bad person. So like, yeah. if you can all just do your thing and like make make it all clean, make it how you, how you when you first got there, yeah. there wouldn't be any dramas. Like, yeah. It'd be sweet. So it's not, really not that hard. No, it's, it's not. But yeah, I think glass is going to be one of those things. It will come back. Yeah, Give it time. But yeah, at the moment, especially those fires going on out there, they're just going to keep clearing and yeah, that's like it's back burning or whatnot. So. We're trying to look for like a place to go this weekend, just to go and explore. Everywhere's closed. Like, there's no yeah. forest or anything you can get to. Like um, Imble, yeah. Kenilworth, all them places. Yeah. They're all getting locked gates now. Like, it, it's not gonna be much for us to actually go and explore yeah. It's, yeah it's very um condescending on myself but like working for a fencing company we're out there welding the gates up yeah we go weld the gate up and then the next weekend we want to go out with them we're like well, we can't go out there because that gate's Just locked it. yeah yeah like and we're losing like we, we did one a couple of months back now and this prime spot of a track the gate's locked like, yeah right. you know we can't get in there anymore and there's so many cameras out there too in Kenilworth and stuff now yeah like, okay out the back of um, Charlie Moreland. Oh, yeah. If you head out there, if you come across Lock Gate, there's a 90% chance there's a camera there. You're right. um, you won't <laughs> see it, but it's there. Yeah. Like, and they they are picking people. That's what you want. Uh, it's just unfortunate. Like there's, yeah, there's what nothing it is. close. Like it's turned into a. It's almost like a caravan hobby. Who can yeah. have the biggest, sexiest rig and tell the biggest caravan and pull up into the caravan? <laughs> That's what it's going to be though. Like it's going to turn into that. Like yeah. Not, you know, if you're not going to be able to drive on the beach, you're not going to be able to take on trucks. Really, all we can do is go camping. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? <laughs> yeah, a bit of a change. But um, we might jump into a bit of a change of topic. Rig of the week. So each each week now we're doing we're letting the guests or ourselves pick a rig or profile page that they're following along with that they really like at the moment. So what's um what's your rig for this week? Uh it's Puppy's Adventure. So it's a G Patrol. It's got an LS one. I'm pretty sure in it. Yeah. Uh, he's a great bloke. He's always offering help to me and a lot of other blokes. He's in a lot of our like kind of group chats for going track doing tracks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we went Amal State Forest and he was just there helping everyone, guiding everyone through it. And uh, yeah, it's a great bloke. It's, yeah, his car's mental. It's good to see. Yeah, we'll bang up a couple of photos and that on the video episode. Um, but. Yeah, like I think we do need more people like that in the industry. Yeah, definitely. Like, Just jump out, help, help, get around. And it's sort of like what we talked about in the last episode, drop your ego. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you've got an ego in this industry of like, yeah, I'm 
my car's better than yours. Like, I don't need to help you. It's just, you're not going to get too far. Like, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people see in this industry, some of the, some of the best people around are the ones that either do or don't have a lot of followers that, you know, that they will stand there, drop everything, help out and get around everyone. So, yeah. um, yeah, but Puppies Adventures, go check him out and we'll have him linked below as well. And yeah, um, to sort of finish off the episodes, we just go through like a guest questions list. So we ask the same questions to every single guest. So yeah, okay. bang a few of these out, mate, and see what you reckon. Um, first one is, if you could change one thing about the industry, what would it be? Uh, probably some of the people on it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people thinking like their four drives or these little drift cars. Yeah. I think those are the people that's kind of wrecking it for everyone. Um, yeah, just... Just like the way people are, I guess, versus yep. in everything. But like you ask a question, you get like you, everyone goes for you. It's like it's like you get scolded for yeah, asking a simple question sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I get it a fair bit. Like now, it's sort of changed my way I run my profiles and that. Like I just keep links saved in my notes, and if yeah. someone asks me, "Oh, what lift and all that are you running?" I just send them a link straight to the JMAX website, and they go, "This is my setup." Like, yeah, yeah. it's the easiest way to explain it. Like, some people go, "Like a real unique question," and when I know something's unique, it's they've put the effort to go and go, "All right, what's he done? His car? What's this? I need to ask further because I can't tell." Yeah. And then you like you're happy to take the time with those people and yeah, read it. But yeah, there's I don't know how many times I reached out before I even started like trying to chase social media and that and reach out to someone and go oh what are you done here how you done that and they just like shrub you off and go no fuck off mate yeah. it's just like give like a smile oh, answer or something yeah. like that and they i mean the forums are shocking for it yeah i mean how many times do you jump on a forum and you see the same question just get asked every single time like oh what lift and tires can i fit with a stock lift or two inch yeah. 33s or whatever it might be or am i going to scrub by putting this on and like, oh, who's running more headlights? And it's like, I mean, if you just go to the search bar and just check yeah. down. It's pretty easy to find once you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, where do you see yourself in one years, five years, 10 years? Like yourself um, and the Sunny Coast 4 by 4 page? Hopefully the Sunny Coast 4 by 4 page getting into a much higher level. Yeah. Kind of wanting to kind of start the YouTube. Yeah. Kind of get a, how TJ and, um, Mac Crescent kind of have their thing where they yeah. go out and do tracks and get a bunch of people and video in and all that. Yeah. So a lot like, yeah, that'd be the goal, I reckon. Yeah. Just to, just, just to live your life sort of. Doing that, yeah. <laughs> doing your hobby, I suppose, yeah. Live a passion, not a not a job. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something to do, so. No. Um, if you own, if you were to own one car for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, it's not. It's gonna be a Jeep Trackle, not a not a four B, but yeah, the old Jeep Trackle. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love them, eh? Sick and um, yeah. If you had the money, you could turn it into a four drive, I guess. Put a lift on it. Crazy. The sunshine goes four by four. Wouldn't have a four by four. If I had to have a four by four, they'd probably be. It has to be like a Hilux. Yeah. One UZ Hilux, I reckon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Something something like old school, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'd straight go back to a Hilux if yeah. I could. Yeah. Go back to an LM or something. Do you miss the LM? Oh, I didn't have an LM. I had the IFS. Oh, the IFS, one. sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd go back. I'd go get yeah. LM. Lux, yeah. get rid of the oh, Patrol. Yeah. 100%. No. Still a fan of the Patrol or not really? 
Oh, it's, it's really, um, like, modification-wise, there's heaps to do. There's, like, yeah. so many things you can get for it. But having the tray on the back where you just go and mash your panels, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I remember you chatting. Like, we had a chat about it when you were looking in between, like, an 80 series of Patrol, which one yeah. to go, and I was like... At the end of the day, it's sort of a hard pick because they're both very competitive for what they're doing. Like yeah, exactly. parts for them absolutely everywhere. Heaps of aftermarket service. Yeah, just depends. Like at the end of the day, do you want wagon? Do you want a Ute? Like go back to a Ute any day of the week now. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got my well, I got the Patrol. It was on like stock tires, stock lift. Took it up to Glasshouse, like three days of owning it, and then so gone up like Wombat on these highway tires and just smashing the back of it. Mm. I got like all panel damage on the back, like quarters mm. now and. Yeah, if I had to try, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, best advice you've ever been given? Oh, probably from the four-wheel drive scene. It's just don't care what people say. Like, yeah, that's fair. If people, if they, if you know that they don't have like the right intentions, just don't listen. Yeah. Because they're either gonna take the piss out of you, or yeah, it's not gonna be your best intentions to take that advice. Yeah. No, it's that's solid advice. Sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes you need to hear it. Just, don't care what other people think like just especially do like it. doing your up doing up your own cars like if you're really gonna listen to someone yeah. hey that doesn't have your car or is not in a better, better position in their car than yours like you just gotta do what you want really yeah yeah 100 percent um sort of last one to finish her off what's your thoughts on bringing podcasts to the full drive industry like i mean everyone's seen the youtubes and all that like just the your standard four-wheel and trip videos. Yeah. What's, what's your thoughts on bringing a commentary sort of style? Well, everyone listens to podcasts now. Yeah. It's like super easy, just chuck on Spotify and just listen to it really in your car anywhere. Yeah. So having to watch a video, I think it brings also like communication to like certain topics, yeah. certain issues that are like going around. Yeah, it's a good idea, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own, is just bringing that long form sort of. Yeah. You always get to see like for example like you got Mac and TJ and all those boys and you know Sam Miles and Explore Life and you always see who they are on the camera but when do we get to sit them down and actually talk to them and see who is that person that's it's always them doing crazy things as well it's not just like yeah. calm chill chat yeah no it's an, it's so hard to get that out of someone when you go to a full drive show and meet yeah. and I mean this is where I want to give people like yourself this opportunity and come down sit down and Give everyone else the opportunity to go i want to learn about this guy i want to know who yeah, who is it what are they doing so yeah something like that but yeah i appreciate you coming on mate yeah That's, sweet thanks um, for having me yeah good to sort of sit down and have a chat it's been a while yeah. since catch up so yeah i understand yeah um what are your socials where can everyone find you and uh yeah. sunshine Coast 4 4x4 on instagram TikTok. yeah basically it. That's yeah. It. yeah just keep your eye out for the mates and yeah, behave yourself. Go check it out, guys. We'll have um, we'll have the socials link below. We'll have the meet details in the in the description below, and yeah, go check out the potty page. So, thanks for coming, mate. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Woo, Radio Legends. Thank you for watching or listening this episode of the Hey Big Mac Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, look, it'd be a massive favor if you could go and leave us a um, thumbs up, a like, comment. Go follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, wherever you listen to us. Um, rate us five stars. We really appreciate it, guys. Look, last thing before we sign off, if you ever see us in public at an event, guys, make sure you come up and say good day. Most of the time we've got stickers or something with us. So 
We really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for supporting us with this journey of the podcast. Um, it's something new in the industry, but we really love doing it and we really love the feedback. So thank you, legends. And if there's someone you want to see on this podcast, make sure you send it to them and make sure you send them to us. Thank you for now. We'll see you next week.